Celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, Central Coast, I know I'd be a liar. Hey! Hey, there we go. Come on, Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. I like how you fit it in there, Greg. Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try to set the night on fire. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. And good morning. Um, we've got uh, the text lines are still down. We're giving away tickets to a ton of shows. We got Offspring tickets. We got Leonard Skinner tickets. We got tickets to see Australian Pink Floyd. More on that in just a minute. It is that means you know, that the official kickoff of summer. We get to do Jeremy's favorite thing today, and that is actually have conversations with y'all. So that's a good thing, right? That's my favorite thing. Yeah, you like having conversations with people. Okay. Random. You've never been. You've never been like the 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 text kind. I think you've come around to it. Or no, I like years? the text line. I miss it. I miss it. I can't wait till they get it fixed and they get. You don't it know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. Like a Cinderella, Cinderella song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got into an argument with uh, my wife. She thinks it's disgusting that I. Uh, and this is we've had this argument before, but it came back up over the weekend. I said, "Yeah." She's like, "God, do you even shower down there?" Because I went to a buddy's cabin. And he's got a hot tub and he's got a shower. And I said, well, you know, it's just us guys. And we were working on stuff all weekend. We were dirty. And so uh, probably should have took a shower. But Saturday morning I got up and I had jumped in the hot tub and had my coffee in there. And I was in there for about 30 minutes. And I said, I had a hot tub bath. She says, that's disgusting. And I'm like, well, there's, you know, just like a pool. There's chlorine in there. It, ke- it cleans you. And hot water. I make the argument that the hot water, like the hot tub is actually probably a little bit better than the than the pool because the pool my argument is always like listen the kids don't they, they spend two hours in the pool they don't need to take a shower because that's probably clean as they're gonna get they're not gonna get any cleaner than the shower my wife's like yeah but they got that chlorine and all that chemicals on them i'm like that's fine yeah you know it's not gonna kill them in fact, it'll make them clean. I love the way I love the way our garage smells after a good day of swimming because all the all the towels end up down there, and I walk in there. It smells like chlorine. Deep breath, it smells like a it smells, it smells clean. like a bathhouse. Yeah, yeah, it smells clean. Yeah, so I always have to do a little research to win my arguments with my wife because she's way smarter than me. But so I was looking this up, and apparently, fifty one percent of people admit to using the pool as an alternative to a shower or a bath during the summer or doing yard work. I'm like, think, so. yeah. think about it. You're swimming through it. You're, I mean, it, it, I swear you have to get cleaner in a pool than you have to get in a shower. Now, I don't know how good it is for your hair because it, it does dry the hair out, the sun and the chlorine and all that stuff. But outside of that, like you could put conditioner in your hair. You could take care of that however you need to take care of that. But I'm just saying just from a cleanliness aspect, like I've taken shower before. And like I've been out in the yard working on stuff and I'll have like dirt underneath my fingernails. Then I'll still have dirt underneath my fingernails when I'm done with the shower. It doesn't matter. But if I go swimming for 15 minutes, that dirt underneath my fingernails, that's gone. That's proof positive right there. Even though it's anecdotal, it's proof positive that the pool gets you cleaner than the shower. You're supposed to run your fingers through your hair and that'll get your fingers. And I do, I do that. I do that get sometimes. The nails the in there. No? Jeremy, I do real. I do real work. Okay, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing real work. Yeah, I know you are. What, what was the last job you did? What was the real work job you did? <sighs> tearing up the deck. Still tearing up the deck. <laughs> how was there grease involved in that? Well, there's no grease, but I did have to do something <laughs> to the car. Uh, I, I just I know that I just painted the walls in the living room, and I came in, and my wife's talking to me about something, and I lean up on the, we have a little partition in kind of separates our doorway from our living room and i'm leaning up against it and i've got grease and dirt all over my hand oh i was i was cleaning out the pool filter that's why i had grease on my hands i was cleaning out the pool filter and i was leaning up on the on the partition she's like you're gonna get you're gonna get dirt all over the the white walls and i I'm like no i'm not don't worry about it and then i lift my hand up and sure enough she was right there's dirt all over the new, Please, newly white yeah. walls well, you get a sponge I was like well get a washcloth yeah then. it's gonna get, be get okay. a washcloth I'm outside doing real work. I told her I'm outside doing. You like real that work. pool? You like swimming in clean water? All right then. You're gonna deal with my Cleaning dirty, slimy handprints on the wall. You should come over next time I clean the pool filter. It won't be for another year. Um, I'm telling you, it is something. It is a sight to be seen. How dirty a pool filter can get. You it know, is grotesque. I don't know. It what looked it, like it was something that was pulled off the uh, underneath the side of a uh, fishing charter in Morro Bay. It was gross. Was it grease? Was like, it oily? Because it was oily. Yeah, because we have a lot of oil in our skin, and that gets green, in the water, oh, yeah. and that gets filtered out. I remember we had a hot tub, and there was supposed to be this ball that would catch any oil from your skin, and. Um, yeah, that was. I remember picking it up once, and it felt like uh, if you'd put your finger in bacon grease when it when it cools down and thickens up, and it was oh god, I almost vomited. It was awful. Chunks of uh, chemicals flying up that. against the walls of those of those filters. Green stuff. I don't even know what the green stuff was. Oh gosh, it is. I mean, it was. I, I opened it up, and I'm like, wow, this is what this is all about. Huh? Hey, at least you're doing it yourself, though. You're not paying a pool guy to do it anymore. Moving on up. Might pay the pool guy to do it. Stinks. <laughs> this is not it's not fun. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So over the weekend I had a chance to try something that I haven't had in a very long time. I want to say I haven't had this beer in like almost 20 years and it was Alaskan Amber. Did you ever drink one of those? Yeah, I liked I liked Alaskan Amber, but yeah, it, yeah. it's a good it's a good uh, fall in the Pacific Northwest beer or a winter beer. Uh yeah, I mean it's from Alaska, but you could, I guess is that Pacific Northwest? I don't think Alaska is Pacific Northwest. Well, I think Alaska, I think Alaska, a lot of the Alaska lifestyle because they all filter through the Pacific Northwest whenever they're coming okay. down here. I know a lot of people have ties to Alaska sure. from growing up there. <laughs> so, um there's so many beers out there today and it's like there's so many beers that I love that I that I don't drink anymore. Like I used to really like drinking Kokanee. So I was at the bar and I ordered a Coke, and he's like, oh, well, we only have it in can. I'm like, that's fine. Bring me a glass. And he brought me a glass. And it was terrible. I, I took two drinks, and I sent it back. It, was, it, was, it, it had changed so much. And then I found out that Anheuser-Busch ended up buying Coconut, and they've changed it. It was awful. What do you mean you sent it back? You sent it back like it was a steak that was uh, not cooked to no, your No, I just said, I I mean, said, bring me a Coors Light. I can't drink this. Did they charge you for it? 
I don't know if they did or not. The can. I don't know if they, they should did. have charged. They should yes, have charged. I was fine. Yeah, I didn't ask for a refund. I didn't ask for anything. I said not. I said you, you can take this. I don't. Uh, I bring me a course light. This is not good. I've had two drinks of this. I need you to send it back. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I use the word serious? "send it back" like a steak, but no, I didn't send it back like a steak. I just said I don't. You can take this away. I don't want this anymore. I'm going to have a course light instead. Uh. Other big beers, I know you were a big Sierra Nevada fan, which I could never drink that. I love Sierra Nevada. Uh, do you remember Red Hook? These beers are still around, by the way. You can still buy these beers if you liked them before the craft micro craze. Yes, on off. Red Hook ESB. Um, no, on Red Hook IPA. Red Hook IPA is one of the worst IPAs I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, Red Hook um, ESB, man, if you could find it, it's still one of the better beers. I mean, it. ESB is a lot like uh, uh, Double Barrel from from Firestone. I mean, it's just they're 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 the, the flagship. Well, it's just like Double Barrel. You beers. can't you can barely find it. I, I want to find Double Barrel. I was so mad the other day. I don't want I haze. At, I don't want all this other stuff. I want Double Barrel. Like come I was on, at Village it. Host. We just wrapped with the T ball. We were having our uh, postseason banquet at uh, Village Host, and from when you're standing there ordering your pizzas and then you look over at the beer counter you see all the taps that they have but up against the wall partition wall they had a double barrel tap all i could see i couldn't see it because it was blocked by the partition wall yeah so it was like pacifico 805 bud light coors light or something like that i was like uh that's what i thought my choices were i guess i'll go with the 805 and then i walk around the corner i walk out to the patio to grab our seats and then i look back at the at the taps and there they are at the taps bam there's a double barrel hiding behind the partition oh my god i wanted i wanted to send it back you should have um if i were you i would have sent it back i would have I said oh, have I would have just said, you here, said, just dump that know. out and give me a double barrel because that's but remember we talked about that it's it's you not have to pay for that stuff jeremy oh my god what is a beer five six seven bucks you, you'll be fine um, other beers oh, really? that uh, I was looking into that you can still get. Uh, I don't know if you ever remember. I remember when Hefeweizen came out because I worked at a sports bar when I turned 21 and Widmere Hefeweizen was like the biggest deal ever. That's still available in uh full sale ale. Did you ever drink the pyramid or I'm sorry, not the pyramid, uh, the full sale ale pyramid. Yeah. Like full sale. yeah pyramid. Full full sale. These are all beers you can still get yet. You can't find them at like Safeway or Vons or, um, a lot it's of very hard. Places. Sometimes you can find Red Hook, but it's usually the IPA, not the ESB. If you can find the ESB, it's good. The ESB, sometimes you can find a grocery outlet, believe it or not. Really? Okay. Yeah. How about Mirror Pond? Oh, my God. That just, that's incredible. That, do you remember that, that pale ale? It was, uh, it was Deschutes Brewery? No, it was out I've of Oregon. Mirror Pond. It was out of Oregon. Yeah. I don't remember or never had Mirror Pond. Mm-hmm. It's a really good beer. Anyway, at least not to my recollection. I could yeah. have. I don't you, know. What about Henry Weinhardt's? Have you ever tried to find that? Because I know that was one of your favorites. Well, they 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 crushed the brand, didn't they? Didn't somebody else bigger buy them and then and then discontinue the 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 brand? The only the only thing you could get, I think, is you could still get Blitz Weinhardt, which is the the cheap version of it in the Portland area, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, my favorite thing to do is go to a bartender and tell him, you know, what you really should carry. <laughs> 
That's like when people come up to us and say, you know what you really should talk about? <laughs> like pretty much what are you saying? What are you saying? That I don't know how to do my job? That obviously you coming in here, the one person that wants us to buy a keg of beer that no one else is going to drink but you the one or two times you come in a month? Mm. What was the? But it would be we nice. Used to, we used to drink something called Black Star. It was from like North Dakota or something like that. It was an excellent beer. God, it was such good beer. What was, was your favorite beer from the eighties, nineties, and can you still get it? Eight zero five five four three thirty six ninety three. Careful, you don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on ninety three point three KZOZ. I think Burger King's really missing the mark and not being part of the uh, macaroni and cheese festival. And I know you're like, I know you don't like mom and pop, like non-mom and pops being a part of the macaroni and cheese festival. Uh, I don't you're know like, if that's true. I mean, we've had, uh, was it Chili's? I think we participated yeah. one year. and Chili's did it. Uh, but, you know. What was Chili's macaroni and cheese like? Was it good? It was like they made it in the restaurant, brought it out in pans. It had sat there all day and it was dry. Okay. Um, win or lose, they can only win from this. In but I Germany, didn't know Burger, Burger King, King. Burger King has mac and cheese. Is that is, that on the kids' menu or something? They're adding. Uh, it's weird. I I don't know how to ex- describe it. It's a crispy breaded macaroni and cheese patty. So what they do is they take a patty, a formed patty, and they make it like kind of like a chicken patty. You know how chicken patties were on chicken sandwiches back in the day? Your favorite, the uh, jack-in-the-box chicken sandwich. They make the patty of macaroni and cheese, and then you can put it on top of other sandwiches they have. They have a plant-based burger. They have a double burger that you could just put it on top of the regular burger, and then you could also put it on top of their chicken patty for a chicken sandwich, and it's the macaroni and cheese lovers line from the Germany Burger King. Don't you think they should test market this at our macaroni and cheese festival? I think I mean, that would be great. I mean, I'm, I'm all about it, but I have so many questions. I, I, okay, so this is just a macaroni and cheese like patty that they made, right? They're not wrapping a beef patty with mac and cheese. No, it's, just, it's, so if you were to, you know how chicken patties, like everybody's like, oh, it's not really chicken because it's just a bunch of pieces of chicken pushed in together and have a patty. Right. That's what this is. It's macaroni and cheese that they bread and they make it into a patty. They warm it up on the, on the fryer. They put it on top of a burger or a piece of chicken or a plant-based burger and then they make a burger out of it. They even put the, the lettuce and the there's a, it looks like it's a sauce like a cheese sauce on it. It's a oh, chili yeah, cheese. Oh yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. It's a, it's a chili cheese. I sauce. want it on bacon. I just want it on like bacon. Just throw some bacon down and that's it. I don't want a burger. I don't want any of that stuff. It's got mac be- and cheese BLT. That would yeah. be good. Oh, Little be, lettuce, yeah. tomato. Yeah, BLT. Bacon and BLT, mac and cheese. Patty? BLTC. Where do you get these bacon, mac lettuce, and cheese tomato, patties? cheese? No, I mean mac and cheese. The mac and cheese patty looks kind of tasty. I'm not gonna lie. Like cheese, mac, mac and cheese. Uh, can I have some, please? Mac What's and cheese, macaroni and cheese. Please, Burger baby, King, baby, please. please. Uh, when you're making a grilled cheese sandwich at home, what's your favorite part about making a grilled cheese sandwich? Uh, eating it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a favorite part. My favorite part is when the cheese spills out of the bread. Because oh, I will put too much cheese. Caramelizes on the cast. And it comes down and it burns on to the skillet. Yes. Not burn, burn, but gets nice brown. You take that cheese 
and then that's a little snack cheese, or you attach it to your sandwich somehow. Yep. That's what makes the best grilled cheese sandwich. And by the way, making the best grilled cheese sandwich is when you make it on cast iron. I don't know if you have any cast iron. I recently yeah, started using cast iron, and I was at my friend's house. He has a giant cast iron pan, and we made a breakfast casserole, but we put the hash browns on the stove first, got them all crispy, then put all the stuff on there and baked it in the oven. Game changer. It, rather than a casserole dish where the hash browns are all soft, no matter what. Side note. What does hash browns have to do with macaroni and cheese? I mean, with uh, grilled cheese. Cast iron is where I'm trying to stay up with here, Jeff. Cast iron is what I'm talking about. Cast iron is the way to cook. Right, but like, what about the grilled cheese? When you're doing the grilled cheese on the cast iron, what's the secret to that? I've never made a grilled cheese on a cast iron. Well, you get it really, the, you get it really hot, but you, you got to be careful because you could burn the bread. You know? Yeah, you gotta, that's you what gotta, I'm afraid of. But it, but the cool thing about cast iron is it cooks so evenly, better than any skillet you're going to buy. Oh, anywhere. it does. It does. You fixes. cook a, you cook a burger on, like when you make your own burgers, with your hands, you take the meat, you form it. I don't know what it is about a cast iron skillet versus a barbecue versus a regular uh, skillet, how you're making the burger. The only way that it doesn't lose its volume, for whatever reason, is when you cook it in a cast iron. Like, it doesn't shrink. There's no shrinkage in patties when you're cooking a burger on yeah. a cast iron. It's There's a little bit. There's a little bit, but it's far less than what it is if you're cooking it on a barbecue or on a, on a regular skillet. I don't know what they do, what, the, what that process is all about. Maybe because you get it so hot that you cook it quickly. And I think it cooks and, so evenly. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. Cast iron is the way to go. And Oh, my gosh. So from now on, all my casseroles, I will start on the stove, and then I will put in the oven. And uh, Look at uh, you. Such a universal thing. Oh, Jeremy real quick. Uh, this, uh, this, this mac and cheese patty that you can get, you what, right now only in the U.K.? Germany. Germany. Germany, Germany. Burger King. So it's not going to – maybe next year at the Macaroni and Cheese Festival here. But I think they should have really test marketed in the Macaroni and Cheese Festival. Yeah, it would have been a good I mean, way that, to go. They really missed the boat on that one. And that's the thing with Burger King. They come up with all these crazy things, and they like – it sounds interesting – they either don't leave it on market long enough or they don't follow it through. Like, wouldn't it be better just to show up at the macaroni and cheese festival and say, hey, we're doing these and then test market in Germany or test market in Germany? Don't make a. Well, who's big... to say they didn't do that at another macaroni and cheese festival? It's not like we have the only There one. is no other macaroni and cheese festival. There's several, not, actually. No, but they don't. It's they like don't. it's like brew at the it's zoo. Like this one. It's like everywhere. It's in every town with a zoo. No, Everybody's that's not got true. a mac and cheese festival. But ours is the best. Ours, ours was ours the first, the I think. I think. Yes. Anyways, speaking of the ninth annual mac and cheese fest presented by Malahi Ford, it's coming up here in a couple of weeks, June eighteenth, Avalo Beach Golf Resort, and tickets are going fast. Molly Ringwall projects playing, and not only do you get all this over twenty different mac and cheeses, but you also get unlimited amounts of beer, wine, seltzers, sodas, spirits, all that good stuff. Go to the Mac and Cheese Fest.com to get your tickets, or you can link up at KZOZ.com. Yeah. Here comes Dumbass of the Day, brought to you by California Diesel and RV. They work on pickup trucks, motorhomes. They can maintain your company's fleet vehicles. Hell, if it's on diesel, they're your people. Hell. Yeah, that's right. Strong words right yeah, there, my yeah, friend. Yeah, it's a little fishing talk for you. You don't uh, want to be in diesel, hell. Oh, yeah. man. Eleven eighty nine, Pikeland and Oceano. It's uh, California Diesel and RV. How pathetic can some people be? I love this part of the country. I was driving through here, Juan. I, I saw. Uh, I, I was listening to a, a Milwaukee Brewers game on the radio. 
Yeah, it was fun. Their radio announcers shamelessly sell Miller every game, don't they? Have you noticed that? It's like, Smith looks to the plate with an icy stare, and that calls for an ice-cold Miller. Pick up a Miller Lite ice dry draft at your local supermarket. There's the pitch. That ball's cracked in this center field. Crack open an ice-cold Miller when you get a chance. He sure drove that ball, and if you're drinking and driving, might as well do it with a Frosty Miller between your legs. <laughs> Frosty Miller to get you back in the saddle again, and he sure put a hurt on that ball, and if your balls hurt, soak them in a six-pack on long necks. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Okay, this is total... You remember in Major League, uh... Owner of the Cleveland Indians dies, then the um, wife takes over and she tries to get them to tank in order to move them to another city. That's got to be what's going on with the Oakland A's right now. I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but I posted a picture of what you get when you order a hot chocolate from the uh, Ring Central Coliseum. Okay. If you go to an Oakland A's game and you literally get... A cup of hot water and a packet of instant cocoa. <laughs> Do it yourself, they're saying. Just like, here. Here you go. Uh, it's like flying these days. They used to have <laughs> all these wonderful perks. Now they just bring you everything and say, you can make it yourself. They don't make you drinks anymore. So the go. plan is working. The plan is working because the Oakland A's have like the worst attendance this year. For, for baseball. And, you know, hot cocoa is something in the Bay Area you could be ordering year-round uh, at a baseball game. For them to be like, okay, here's your hot water and here's your packet of cocoa. It's like clearly sending a message to we don't really want to be here anymore, so just we have to be, provide this for, like, profit purposes. That's four bucks. Four bucks for that at the at the concession stand. Um, Jeez. To do Can't you just bring your own at that point? How much did you just charge me for some hot water? That's four bucks. So even if you bring your own, because they charge for the cups, Jeremy. Yeah, that's, I know. You know that's true. The, yep. That's what they always used to tell you. Um, they have a really bad attendance. They're uh, 11 games below 500, which is very hard to come back from. And uh, they're looking to relocate to Las Vegas, which will likely happen. Don't you think? Oh. I mean, as go, the a- as go to the Raiders, so do the A's. And I think... That would be probably good for everybody involved at this point. I just feel like the guy that uh, his wife cheated on him with his best friend. And um, no, that's not what am I trying to say? No, I guess it's the daughter that her husband cheated on her with her mom. Because if I'm the Oakland area, because they lost the Raiders. And now they might lose the A's. But, I mean, the A's have been in a bad situation in an old crappy ballpark forever. But Oakland is in a bad situation all the way around. Like Oakland, just the place of Oakland is not a desirable place to go to. I get it. You know, I mean, they don't have problems over on the other side of the bay filling their ballpark for the Giants, you know. That's very true. Yep. But, I mean, stuff like this does not help out at all. Because you know how much those packets of hot cocoa cost? <laughs> if this, you were to buy them. This is Dodgers that did, like, they had a pretty good deal to get a hot dog because they were just trying to get people to go to their games. Yeah, because they were sucking. But they, yeah. they understood it. Listen, we, we, we know we suck right now. Yes. Um, so we're going to have all-you-can-eat hot dogs out on the outfield. Well, the A's, you realize it. Yeah, nobody wants to come here. Nobody wants to be in this ballpark. 
and nobody wants to um, watch this team. The Nestle's hot cocoa instant uh, mix is fifty three cents if you were to buy it at a store. Oh, so, breaking down what the uh, what do you yeah. get to a pack? You get like six in a pack or something. Whatever. Okay. You yeah you can. I, I've seen them on sale for like a buck, like a pack of six for a buck at the store. So I would argue that they're. Less than twenty cents a pack. I mean, who goes to a baseball game and drinks hot cocoa, anyways? That seems very. It gets odd. cold by the bay, Jeremy. It gets cold by the bay. Seriously, like I could, I'll drink some hot cocoa at a game. I drink coffee over hot cocoa, but I've been saying if I was a kid, I'd drink some hot cocoa. Yeah, I mean, if you're a, if you're a kid, I want to drink a soda, though, right? You have to. But I guess but I don't know cold. about. I don't know if I'm having to mix it myself. How excited I am about that. <laughs> Congratulations to the Oakland A's. You're Jeff and Jeremy. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.